Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Now, ladies, I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and that, of course, you are now ready to be productive for the new week. Now, if you haven't already, it is so very, very important that you go ahead and look at your calendar and ask yourself one very important question. What is it that I want to accomplish by the end of the week? Now, for some people, the end of the week is a Friday. For some people, it's on a Saturday, right? But I think it's important to know um, to, to, that you have to focus on the things that matter most in your business, right? And sometimes there are so many things that can get in the way. It's not uncommon to put everything else on your calendar except for the things that really matter to you most when it comes to accomplishing your business goals. So this is why Every week, usually on a Sunday evening, um, before you retire for the evening, you really need to take that time and really look over your goals and what it is that you're trying to accomplish for the week. Doing so can really add dollars to your bottom line because you're focused on hopefully your marketing and focused on all of the things that are going to generate new leads for you in your business and things that you need to follow up on, right? So that's very, very key. So don't forget that this is something that you need to do. We've got a great lineup for you today, of course, five questions of business leadership. Um, And then also today, I'm going to talk to you about ways to create content for your website, for your business, right? Um, and today we have pulled out the the topic of audio. Now, podcasting is very, very popular, but I'm going to share with you, in addition to podcasting, I'm going to share with you some ways that you, other ways that you can use audio um, for your business. So get your notepads out. Get ready to take some really good notes on that. A while back, I asked all of you to really map out what success means to you. And I had a few listeners that actually sent me emails to share that information. I want to bring that up to you again. What does success mean to you? Um, I think it's important that we know what that what that is, what the, what that actually means. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit again today as well. I am so excited to be here with you today. And if you haven't already, 
make sure that you go ahead and flip over on another line and dial up a business associate, a friend, and say, hey, get on Successful Woman Radio. Trina is talking all about creating content, and she's going to talk about success. So, again, you guys make sure that you share the show with at least one person. Um, And, of course, here we are in our third week of August. We are moving fast, right? There are five Mondays this this month, and of course, um, it's a good time to talk about content, and so that is our overall theme for the month of August, creating content for your business, and today is part three, and we're going to be talking about, um, as a subtopic, using audios as content for your business and how can that happen. So I'll be sharing that with you in just a little bit. If you haven't already, make sure that you go on Facebook and join our Women About Biz community. Simply look up Women About Biz um, on Facebook. There are two searches that will come up, the Women About Biz group and the Women About Biz fan page. Like the fan page, join the group, and there you can share information about your business and connect with others, which is so very, very important. So let's go ahead and get started. I want to first uh, start with talking about um, networking. I want to talk about networking for a minute because a lot of people haven't really started back doing live networking, and live networking is so important. And so I wanted to share with you some ways that you can actually network and connect with other people. So here's number one. The first thing that you can do in networking is that when you are utilizing LinkedIn and Facebook, you have to really be careful about joining tons of groups. But I think it is very relevant to uh, or very important to join relevant groups that relate to your business or to join groups where you feel your target audience or your target customers are. Now, when you join these groups, I think it's important. The first thing that you should do in consideration of the groups is you should take a look at the group rules before you actually click to join, right? And here's why. Because different groups have different rules, right? You have some people who set up groups and they're doing it um, to have a credibility group, a group where they can um, display their, their knowledge and their ability to consult or to assist or what have you. And in those particular types of groups, you won't be allowed to post. And so depending on what your goal is for joining the group, you may or may not want to join those types of groups. But when you're looking for groups to networking in, you're definitely looking for groups that allow you to post, okay? Uh, When you're looking for groups to gain better knowledge on how to run your business or how to do something, then you're basically looking for um, coaching groups or groups that, where you are not allowed to post, but you are allowed to comment on various posts and ask questions. So there are different types of groups in social media, and I think it's important for you when you're on the networking side to look for groups that allow you to post. Now, even with those groups that allow you to post, sometimes those groups are very structured and organized, and they have different types of postings for each day of the week. You know, Monday might be, you know, sharing resources. Tuesday, uh, they may ask you to share 
a short story or they may ask you to share uh, something about what you do. So they, they are guiding you, even though you're allowed to post, they're guiding you on what they want you to post, right? And then you have some groups that have free posting, meaning you can post uh, as long as you're not spamming, as long as you are posting relevant material and information or what have you. So this is why it's so important. Now, how does that relate to networking? Well, because if people find what you post interesting and relevant, they may have questions for you, and it's very common for them to follow you or like you on your fan page or even request friendship with you, right? And what that allows you to do is the ability to reach out even more. So number two is my connection calls. And so that's, this is a process that I have used for a very, very long time that seems to not die out. I think it's an evergreen strategy for networking. So a connection call is reaching out to individuals that um, are your friends on social media. So again, I want to kind of backtrack. When you join groups, relevant groups that allow you to make posts, you really have to make sure that you're making valuable posts and not just pumping the group with sales ads, okay? Because if you haven't noticed yet, most of the time you don't get any um, any play on that anyway, right? So what you want to do is you want to display your uh, your authority, your credibility, you want to your expertise. You want to show people that you know what you're talking about, right? And so you've got to find creative ways to share that information rather than always pushing out sales. And so it's not that you can't, but oftentimes when you join a new group, you really want to be careful about that because oftentimes when you don't get the response you're looking for, you're ready to move on to the next group. And that is not the attitude that you should have when you're joining groups that carry a lot of people uh, and that the creator of the group is really hoping that people provide some valuable content and input in the group, right? So when people follow you or when they request to be your friend, that takes you to number two, um, inviting them for a connection call. Now, a connection call is basically you sending out, once a person friends you, you sending out a short message to say, hey, I will thank you for inviting me to uh, be your friend or thank you, thank you for connecting with me. I'd like to take this further into a connection call where we can both share what we each do and learn ways that we may be able to help each other, uh, whether it's referring or whether it is connecting one another with resources. Now, a connection call is usually about 15 to 30 minutes. Um, and it's where each person should give give equal time of explaining what they each do, um, and then you know through through that focused conversation, uh, know whether or not they can help each other or whether they would like to continue to connect. And so I think this is very, very important. Now, uh, the third way that I think is very key in um, and really networking and really getting out there is to create group connection calls, which I think is fantastic. It's like having a mini virtual networking meeting, but for people who are relevant. So this is how you create that. The first thing you want to do is you have to be the center point of the 
you know, the connect the group connection call. This means that you may have it on the Zoom um, or you may do a conference call. It could be between three to five people, not too big. But what you want to do is select people who are compatible with each other. In other words, their businesses don't conflict, but they actually enhance our support, right? So that's very key. So let me pull out a sample for you of what I'm talking about. Let's say, for example, if you took a, um, a real estate agent, well, if, if you are, let's see, let's say you, you offer virtual assistance to real estate agents. So you're the VA, okay? So you're not going to have any other VAs on the call. But then you're going to invite a real estate agent. Then you might invite um, a mortgage broker, right, uh, because that person does mortgage loans and that type of thing. Then you might also have a person who does personal uh, credit building. Um, because there, that's not conflicting, right? So now you've got yourself a virtual assistant who supports real estate agents. You've got the real estate agent. You've got the mortgage lender, and you've got uh, the personal credit builder. Okay, and then uh, I think that's phenomenal. And then you could actually have someone. The, the fifth person could be someone that's like a social media manager, right? Someone who shows people how to uh, better. Pre- promote themselves on social media. Okay, so there you have those five people. They don't conflict with one another, but they all do something that they each probably could use and that they each could refer to one another. They may share some common denominator with the target audience that they that they service. And so you can put together a conference call, a group connection conference call, where each person gets to share what they do, share a resource, right? And then each person can, um, can you can send out each person's phone number and email so that they can further connect. So that's a group connection call. In a situation like that, you are considered the go-to person, the connector. And that's what you want to be considered for, right? The connector. And of course, after you have the connection call, you have everybody's email, you either want to send them out a a quick email to say thank you for attending the call, I really enjoyed it, Um, or you can send out a quick text to say, hey, great connection call today with each of you. Now, if it's something that turns out to be quite successful and you really enjoy being the go-to person, the connector, then you can start creating these short spurts of connection group calls. Uh, as you go on to meet different people in various groups, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on Facebook. And so these are just techniques that you can use to connect with other people and to expand your your network while also helping others. So that's the group connection call. And what we're talking about right now, for those of you that have just joined us, is I'm providing you with ways that you can virtually network online or via audio, via telephone, um, and not necessarily do in person, okay? And so I just gave you guys some ideas on that, joining groups, right? Um, uh, inviting your friends for connection calls, which is so very, very important. Uh, and ask yourself, because I, I get 
I have some really great connection calls. And one of the things that I really like about my connection calls is that it has helped me to gain new clients, but also people have referred others to me because of those connection calls. So again, connection calls work, right? Very important. And then again, you you can look at group connection calls, which is where you're putting um, businesses that are uh, supportive or, or similar, but they don't do the exact same thing. I just gave you guys a really good example with real estate, a real estate agent. Um, so you guys may want to take a good look at that and, and, you know, and look at how you can connect with others. You simply just say, okay, if I do this type of service or offer this type of product, what complements me? right? I gave you the example of a virtual assistant that services real estate agents. And I said it could be on the connection group call, it could be the virtual assistant, the real estate agent, the mortgage broker, right? Uh, and then I, what else did I say? I said it could be the person who does personal credit building, right? Uh, so, And then it could be the person who does social media that shows you how to promote your business. So again, uh, the, that's a quick five-person connection group call that could take place. So my question to you is, are you really getting yourself out there with connection calls, right? When's the last time you actually really reached out to other people that are your friends on social media that you really don't know and you've tried to get to know them? Maybe you should take a look and browse through all of your friends on social media and look at all the incredible things that they are doing all around you. Remember, the diamonds are always there in your backyard, and many of you have, you know, two, three, four, five thousand people that are your friends on social media, and you're not doing anything with it. So pay close attention to that and start virtual networking, which is so very, very key. I'm going to go ahead and move on right now and with the five questions of business leadership. Um, I want to remind you guys about the five questions of business leadership that you should know that you can ask these questions of yourself whenever you need to, right? If you really answer the questions, that, uh, the, your answers are going to possibly spark you to do other things, to do items that you need to be doing to plan for your business anyway, right? So keep that in mind. And depending on how long you've been asking yourself these questions and whether or not you've been implementing um, uh, the things that come up from your answers or not, you're going to get different answers later on as your business can, uh, begins to grow or as you begin to realize your position as the owner of your company, right? So here we go. Question number one in the five questions of business leadership, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Wow. This is an important question, but sometimes I think that um, people don't understand the relevance and the, the importance that your mindset plays in being successful, okay? But you need to be looking at what beliefs and habits do you have to support yourself, your vision, your goals. You need to look at what type of personal development are you doing. Um, and then you need to look at whether or not you have actually created customized affirmations relevant to your different situations, right? That's very, very key. Nobody can motivate you like you. Here's number two. Are my beliefs in alignment with my vision and my goals? Yes. You know, there are beliefs that are out there that really have no place 
um, when it comes to you being successful in your business. But if you are not aware of what they are, or if you haven't taken time to really look at what you believe, then those beliefs that work against you can wreak havoc on what you want successfully, okay? Um, Here's number three. What do I want to accomplish by this Friday? You know, I started the show out asking you, you know, um, did you look in your calendar on Sunday and plan out your activities for the week and, and ask yourself that all encompassing questions, what goal is it or goals is it that I want to accomplish by the weekend? And that's very important. Now, there are three things. When you're looking at what it is that you want to accomplish each week, you know, you things, that is marketing, generating new leads, and sales. The most important things to your business can never be left out. Here's number four. How can I be an asset to my business? Again, how can I be an asset to my business? Now, we are talking about being the ambassador right? So you have to ask yourself that question. Am I being a good ambassador? Am I letting people know who I am, what I do, what my business is all about? Here's the second one. Am I seeking out new collaborations? Have I even ever thought about collaborating with anyone, right? And am I leading my power team? Now, you do have a power team, right, ladies? You know, a power team is a group of professionals that service you in some capacity, and they help to shorten your learning curve and move your business along faster. So that could be whether it's a web designer, a graphic designer, copywriter, social media manager, whatever it is that you need to push your business forward. And then number five, last but not least, in the five questions of business leadership, am I investing in myself and my business? Again, am I investing in myself and my business? So we're talking about three core areas here, health and wellness. How are you investing in yourself with that? Then we're talking about marketing and advertising, setting a budget for that. And last but not least, personal development coaching. Um, I have talked with so many people recently who are on my waiting list for coaching, uh, and I feel really blessed that I have a waiting list now of about, you know, 10 people, maybe 10 plus people who are wanting to get in on coaching because people began to realize that I can no longer be a solopreneur uh, and just think that I'm supposed to be working by myself because being a solopreneur doesn't mean that you're supposed to work alone. But sometimes it helps to have someone who's been there, done that, who's already gone before you and accomplished several things that you're trying to get through. It helps to have that person who is willing to coach you, hold your hand and get you to that next level. And I do believe that we're having some breakthroughs. Women are realizing that. And I'm so excited about that. And I've been talking to just some incredible business women who are doing and have done some incredible things all by themselves. But in order to scale, in order to move their businesses to the next level, they now realize they're hitting a dead end because you can only do so much within a day's time, right? So very important. So ladies, there you have it, the five questions of business leadership. Ask yourself these questions as often as you need to, but don't forget, don't just blow by them. Don't give just yes or no answers. Delve into them. And if you answer, no, I haven't done these things, then that's when you go back to the drawing board and develop a plan to make it happen. By doing that, by taking action on your answers to these questions, it is going to hone in on your leadership 
skills, it is going to help you to grow your business, guaranteed. Moving on, for those of you who are new to Successful Woman Radio, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the show and for listening to Successful Woman Radio. I have some longtime listeners so excited that you guys continue to listen live to the show uh, Monday after Monday. So excited for you. For those people who are new to the show and you're not quite sure what we're all about, let me just share that with you. Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. So ladies, please mark your calendar for recurring every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern time and get empowered with information that you're going to be able to put to use right away. I guarantee it. Very, very important. If you're interested in being interviewed or being on the Successful Woman radio show, maybe you just wrote a book and you want to share how you did it. Maybe you have something relevant that can help business owners. Please feel free to send me a personal note to T Newbie. That's T as in Trina Newbie, N E W B Y. So that's T Newbie at WomenAboutBiz.net. Again, T Newbie at WomenAboutBiz.net. Feel free to send me a short note. Give me your ideas for being a guest on the show. And of course, I or one of my assistants will get back with you. So ladies, I want to talk to you right quick about success. A few months ago, I asked you guys to really sit down, schedule some time in your planner, and ask yourself the question, what does success mean to me? Again, what does success mean to me? Because see, I think that it's a question that we're not asking ourselves enough of, right? We're, we're not really sitting down and getting very serious and saying, okay, what is it that I want? What do I want out of my business? What is it that I'm really, really trying to accomplish? So let me preface this with why I am asking you this now, sharing this with you and, and wanting to encourage you to do this. It's because I think oftentimes as women, we can get confused or off-focused or off-beat with what it is that we want to do. And it's easy to get caught up in doing things that aren't even relevant with what we want. And that's one of my goals with Successful Woman Radio is just constantly be there reminding you every Monday to stay focused, stay the course, to be doing what it is that you purpose to do and not allow yourself to get knocked off track, right? Very, very important. Um, recently, I've talked with quite a few people uh, during Power Talk sessions that have shared with me that they are confused about what it is that they want to do because they get knocked off track. People come up to them and they offer them various businesses online and then they get interested in that and then they jump over to another thing and then after a few weeks or months, they realize they haven't even been working in their own business because they've been taken away by something else. 
Well, I think what happens when that uh, when that occurs, when you start uh, wanting to take flight instead of working on your own business and doing the things that you want to do for your own business, I think what happens is that you're not clear or focused on what success means to you, what represents success to you? What is it that you really, really want to be doing? And the first thing I want to tell you is that it's okay if what you're doing right now no longer excites you, it no longer um, it, it no it no longer gets your creative juices flowing to the point to where you can't wait to dive in and get things things happening. It's okay to not to to admit that to yourself, but to still be putting out information about you off a particular product or service, but it's not really what you want to be doing, and then you're kind of jumping all over the place with stuff that other people have put before you, that's that's just going to cause more confusion. Not only that, but you definitely are not going to make any money. I can tell you that right now, hands down. Been there, done that, and this is why Mama Trina is here today to just really always be that constant reminder for you ladies to, to really walk a path that is truly yours. Walk a path that is something that you truly want to do, not just because people are expecting it of you, not because you're too embarrassed to change and make a difference somewhere else. you got to really walk the walk and talk the talk for what you want, right? And so I'm encouraging you to schedule some quiet time for yourself and really define what success actually means to you. So as an example, I do this quite often, always putting myself in check, always asking myself, Trina, what does success mean to you? What is it that you what is it that you want? And one thing that has always been very, very constant for me is I know that I love talking and researching and finding out um, business information. I know that I love sharing that information with other business women, and I know that I love coaching and helping other people succeed. I, that's just been something that I have always liked doing. I'm a, I consider myself a good leader. I consider myself a, a conduit, someone that you can plug into and get some really valid information, uh, tried and tested many of the times, right? Um, but I have other things that mean success me as well, right? Success to me means that I'm working on things that are value of value, things that excite me, things that I don't have to procrastinate on and I don't procrastinate on because because they hold that much excitement and value and passion for me. But also success means um, making the money that I need to have in order to live um, a, a successful life, right? Um, I am beginning, as I get older, I am beginning to realize that making a certain amount of money and being able to generate an income from my talent is is what success means to me in many ways because it means that I am reaping the fruit of my labor, right? And I think for myself, whenever I am not generating the income that I desire, I can actually see myself getting stressed. I can actually feel that I'm not happy with, with what the situation, what's going on. And this is especially true if I'm giving a lot 
but not making a lot. And I know some of you who are listening to this know what I'm talking about, right? Um, And so the one thing that I have learned is that people will take advantage of what you allow them to take advantage of. And I have also learned that if I don't market myself and if I don't have a good marketing plan and if I'm not constantly tweaking my marketing, that generating the income that I need is not going to help happen because I'm not generating leads, right? And so it's key for you to define that. So success also means being a good marketer. It means being a good ambassador. It means generating money. Success means that to me. But success also means to me is never giving up. I am successful even when I never give up and I keep pushing forward and I keep striving, not for perfection, but I keep striving to be the very best that I can be. And as long as I don't quit on that, I know that I am a successful businesswoman. What about you? What, how have you defined success for yourself? What does success mean to you? And I think you need to schedule some time out and you really need to delve into that. And he, hey, I want to say this. Don't just schedule an hour or so. It may be a month. It may be a 30-day period that you can schedule some time each day or two or three times a week to really delve in on that question and figure that out. Because when you don't know, when you can't really answer what success means for you, that is the time that you lose your focus and you can be sidetracked, you can be knocked off course, you can go on somebody else's path and journey, but you are not on your own. And I want to encourage that of all of you because I love you. I love you with the love of God. I love you as a coach. I love you as someone that's passionate about business and as a fellow a fellow woman. I want you guys to succeed. And I know that there are women in this 21st century that are still struggling with who they are and what it is that they want. But it's simply just taking the time to ask yourself. Nobody can answer it but you. So it's simply taking the time to ask yourself, what does success mean to me? And then identifying that, and then from there, looking at whether or not any changes need to happen so that you can really get in the right side of your purpose, of who you are, okay? And I don't want you guys to take this lightly. Why? Because here we are. We're about four and a half months out from the end of the year, and I talk to a lot of people who are not making money, people who have incredible business ideas, but maybe it's not for them. Or I'm talking to people who are making great money, but they're not growing their business and they are tired and overwhelmed all of the time. See, this is where you have to sit yourself down and say, okay, girlfriend, what is success to me? What is it that I really want? And let me get focused about the thing so that I can then write that down and then take each item that I'm mentioning and really uh, work on it, whether it is to enhance it, uh, develop a power team, change all together and get a business that I really want to be doing. But I've got to be real with myself and define what my success is, okay? So definitely, please continue to share with me. Please continue to let me know right? 
continue to let me know how you are doing. Email me and tell me what's going on in your business and if whether or not you have any questions. And remember, anyone can um, – Schedule a power talk session with me, which is a free 30 to 45-minute session where we get to brainstorm on ways to grow your business, or I get to answer specific questions uh, from you, right? So go ahead and get that scheduled as well. If you're interested, go to womenaboutbiz.net, and then right there on the homepage, scroll down midway, and you'll see schedule your power talk, okay? And then I challenge all of you. If you have not had a power talk this year, what are you waiting on? Now is the time to go ahead and get it scheduled for yourself. 12.35 after the hour, you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. Don't hang up. Don't click off that screen. I've got more good stuff to share with you. Coming up in the show, we've got... Uh, ways to use audio to create content for your business. And I know that you guys are going to love this information that I'm going to be sharing with you in just a little bit. Again, ways to use audio to create content in your business. So you guys are going to really like that. I want to remind all of you, if you have not gotten uh, our next book club, book of the month uh, that we're going to be doing starting next week through September, you guys need to get the book Atomic Habits, okay? Atomic Habits, um, a book that I have started reading, absolutely love it. Um, And this is something that's very key because, as you know, I totally believe in mindset and um, habits really control us. They really have a huge impact on what it is that we want in life and business. And so this is just such an excellent book. Again, the name of the book, Atomic Habits. Make sure you go to Amazon, pick you up a copy for your Kindle um, or um, some other reader that you might have or your laptop, and we will start reading excerpts from Atomic Habits starting on next week and through the month of September. A big, big thank you to our featured guest that we had during our Women Making It Happen segment on last week, Sharon Elise. Wow, what a great interview that was. Got some fantastic feedback from that. Um, Sharon has written over over 12 publications, books. Um, And one of the things that she mentioned that I keep thinking about, she said, you know, I had to get over the hurdle of self-doubt. But once I did get over the hurdle of self-doubt, I couldn't stop writing. I was just moving forward. And so uh, in in less than four years, maybe four years or a little bit less, she has written 13 books. And so if any of you uh, want that inspiration, you're looking at wanting to write a book, you've been looking at writing different publications for yourself, but you just haven't gotten started, I think this interview will really inspire and encourage you uh, to listen to any of our previously broadcasted shows. You can do it in three ways. First, just go on womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast in the top menu bar, and once you click on podcast, Uh, then you will be able to listen to the previous shows, okay? Uh, Definitely you want to listen to last week with Sharon Elise, our guest. Uh, Really, really enjoyed talking with her. Uh, And she is a school librarian and a writer and a author. I'm very, very excited 
of all of her accomplishments, and she gave such good nuggets, and you guys need to definitely be listening to that particular broadcast right there. Also, you can listen on your iPhone. Just simply go to podcast, type in Successful Woman Radio, three separate words, mark it as a favorite, and you'll have the previous broadcast right there on your fingertip, right? Uh, and then if you have the Android phone, you can download the app Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, look up Successful Woman Radio, again, three separate words, and mark that as your favorite, and then you'll have the show right there at your fingertips as well. Again, if you have a laptop or a notepad or what have you, smartphone even, you can also quickly go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast, and it's right there for you as well. And so, again, we're making it convenient for you to listen to the show, whether you listen to it live or whether you listen to the previous broadcast, right? And I want to give a big shout out and thank you to all of you guys who tell me that you indeed have started a Successful Woman Radio Journal and that many of you have notebooks from previous years that you actually can go back to and flip through the dates for different things you want to look up. So all I can just say is, wow, that's phenomenal. And I want to, again, thank all of our thousands of longtime listeners who who download the show, who listen to the show, who tell others about the show. When you guys bless the lives of other women, you're also blessing yourself and you're blessing me. And we're helping each other as business women to spread the word. And certainly it is my desire and goal to continue with the show and to make sure that you're getting that information that you can put to use. Going to go ahead and move right on into our topic of the day, and that is no more than creating content for your business, right? And today we're going to talk about some ways to use audio to create content. So get your notepad out because I'm ready to get started, right? So the first thing you should know is that make sure that you go and listen to Creating Content for Your Business Part 1 in our previous broadcast. So that was like two shows ago. So make sure you go listen to to the first part of the broadcast where I actually shared with you the five types of uh, of content, right, uh, of marketing content that people are using. And so I'm going to give you those five, but not necessarily go in depth with them, right? It's blog content marketing. That's number one, using your blog. Number two, infographic content marketing, right? And then number three, podcast content marketing, video content marketing was number four, and then social media content marketing. So those were the five core areas of content marketing that people are using for marketing. Today, what I want to talk to you about is using audio to create content. So I'm not just talking about creating a podcast, although I'm going to get to that, but I want to talk to you overall about audio marketing, creating audio content. Now, let's first of all talk about the tools that you use for doing your audios, okay? Because I want to start with that first. The first thing is, is you've got, if you have a smartphone, then you have, more than likely, you have a a audio maker on your smartphone. You have a uh, mic in your a microphone and you're already built in in your smartphone and you are able to record audios using your audio 
player, right, or using um, your audio maker. So whether you have an iPhone or Android and it's a smartphone, most of, most of these phones have that capability. I, I have an iPhone, so I know that it has that capability, right? So you can use that in a quiet space and area to create short audios, right? And then if you're interested in longer audios, one of the um, – one of the things that I like is called Anchor FM. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M, Anchor FM. And Anchor FM is also an app that you download free of cost uh, on your phone, and it allows you to have not only your own podcast, but you can actually record on Anchor FM, add music to it, download it, Right, And then you can erase it if you want to, or you can make it private so no one else can listen to it, and, and you can package that up uh, for, for going with different things that I'm getting ready to share with you right now. So Anchor FM. Of course, I've been using the Blog Talk Radio platform for a long time. There are some pros and cons, and sometimes I feel like it's more, than, more cons than pros. However, I would be remiss if I did not mention Blog Talk Radio because it, it, it is a good platform that you can use. Uh, they have changed over the years, and so their free platform is not as robust as it used to be. You can only do like maybe uh, one 30-minute record on a weekly basis, I think. But it's still available there, and it still has some incredible benefits. Uh, one big benefit that I really love is that you can go and pre-record using your blog talk as a private session, uh, add music, add intro, and download it, and it can sound like a professionally um, edited audio. So I really, for that alone, I really, you know, encourage people to get a free Blog Talk Radio account. So it does allow you to do those kinds of things. So let's get into looking at some of the ways that you can actually create content utilizing audio. Okay, so the first thing is something that I am getting ready to do as well, and that is you can you can literally record an audio of yourself reading a short story or an e-report and use that as part of your compelling offer. If you'll remember, a compelling offer is something of value, um, usually a catchy title or phrase that you're using to grab the attention of your target customer and have them to say, yes, I want that. I'd like to have that. When they click on a link from your website or from the social media post, then it automatically takes them to a sign-up page. When they sign up, then they're automatically taken to a page where they can download whatever it is that you promised them, okay? In this particular case, they can download an audio of an e-report that you have you've read, an e-report, or maybe it is a short lesson that you are given, but again, you can utilize audio for that. The, the second way to use audio to create content, okay, is you can create an audio message to promote a webinar, a service, or a product. So instead of a paragraph or two that you're going to put in an email, in email marketing, instead of doing that, you can just have a short sentence to say, uh, for example, I'll, I'll, take my, I'll use myself for example, hey, this is Trina. 
I'm getting ready um, to promote my my newly revised book, Smart Business Women Set Goals. I have just read the first chapter of the book, and if you'd like to listen to it, just click the link below. So I am utilizing that the email to give you a link to go to a particular page on my website to listen to the first chapter uh, of my ebook as an audio. So that's the second suggestion that you, you know, that I, I have for you is that you can use it. Even if you have a webinar, you know, hello, this is Cheryl. I have a great webinar that I, uh, I've got coming up. It's free of, uh, free of cost. Uh, and I just want to give you guys some reasons why I think you should attend and what is going to be included in this particular webinar. And then you can begin to share that. You can take three minutes to do that. Click on that link and they'll hear it, right? Here's the third way that you can use audio. You can use audio to create short intros for a mini course. Now, a mini course is a course that you create that it only takes a person uh, an hour or less to take the full course, right? And you can break it up into four 15-minute segments, um, and then you're going to have an audio intro that they will click on or the whole course itself. Each of the 15-minute segments might be the course itself, right? So a lot of people get so overwhelmed on the fact that, oh, my gosh, I've got to create a course. Does that mean I have to do a video for every course? Does that mean I've got to uh, uh, write a whole ebook for the course, for each piece of the course? What is it that I have to do? But in actuality, you can create many courses, and if you create a mini course that's of uh, uh, equal time of an hour, you can break that course up into four 15-minute segments, and you can do each of those segments as audio rather than, um, you know, a lot of long, drawn-out writing. Now, if you have an audio that's a 15-minute segment, you might also want to include maybe a PDF, a worksheet that you convert as a PDF uh, so that the person can actually go and implement what they're learning from the audio, right? And so, again, you don't have to make it complex or you don't have to make it difficult. And audio is one of those things that can be really, really good. Um, Another way that you can look at utilizing audio to create content as well is you can go back into some of your older blog, um, your blog posts, your articles, and you can actually start reading articles and then bundling them together, right, and offering them for a price, whether it's $5.99 or $3.99 or whatever it might be, they should all be relevant in subject, but you can go back and you can bundle your articles and you can actually read them and you can offer them as an, an audio bundle, right, and they can just download it as an MP3 file. So that's very, very important. And so I've given you four ways so far um, that you can utilize audio to create incredible content. Last but not least, I want to say that you can create your very own podcast. So what you're listening to right now, uh, me talking, is a live podcast that is being pre-recorded, though, so that then it can be evergreen, last forever, and it will it is syndicated so it automatically after this show within an hour it's automatically going to be on iTunes 
automatically going to be on Stitcher. It's automatically going to be loaded up to my podcast page on my website. It's automated, right? And so that's phenomenal. And again, one of the things that I love about a podcast is that you have the ability to share your expertise. You build your credibility. I can say, I would, I would say probably about 50% of all of my paying clients have come from my Successful Woman radio show. People that I don't even know that have downloaded the show, listened over and over again. I've had somebody recently who just became a new client that told me they've been listening to Successful Woman radio for three years, right? Three years she's been listening to the show. And she's, she's like, I've downloaded the show on my phone, and I, I constantly go back and I listen to it. And so she told me that she's referred over those t- period of time several people to me, and she mentioned some of the names, and I actually knew who she was talking about. And so, again, that, that was really great. And so, again, podcasts can be very valuable to you as well. So it's a great way to build credibility, to build authority. It's a great way to... Um, generate leads of people who are interested in what you have to say. But the one big thing that I want you guys to remember is, and that is value. When you become the host of your own podcast, your goal should be to always add value. It's not about selling. As a matter of fact, for those of you who are longtime listeners, how much have I actually ever sold on the podcast, right? And so I really want you guys to understand about adding value. This is your opportunity to really build credibility, show your authority on a particular subject point, show how much your knowledge is. And if people are interested in what you have, they're going to connect with you. The biggest thing is that you always just want to call people to action to connect with you, right? And you will be able to generate those leads in a natural manner because people trust what you are saying because you've built that authority. You've built that credibility. And so that's so very, very important. So in creating your podcast, it's not just about recording. It's about developing a podcast plan and developing a system to really start going with your podcast. So I just want to give you these few tips on developing your podcast. So first of all, some things that you should know. What tools are you using to develop your podcast? Well, there's a lot of podcasts players out there, um, Blog Talk Radio, I mentioned that. I mentioned Anchor FM. I really like Anchor FM. And if, if you're looking for something that's very simple, something that allows you to syndicate, and at the same time, it also allows you to quickly get on and get off, well, then Anchor FM is definitely one of them. You can get a microphone, you can plug into your phone, and you can just record anywhere at any time right from your phone, okay? Um, But here are some other podcast uh, platforms that you may want to take a look at, okay? I'm going to spell them out for you, and then you can go on at your own time and take a look at them, okay? There is one called Blueberry, and Blueberry is spelled different, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. So there's two R's, Blueberry, B L U. B-R-R-Y. Now, some people say blue bride, but I think it's blueberry. That's just their way of spelling it. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. And then there is Buzz Sprout, okay? B-U-Z-Z, double Z, B-U-Z-Z, S-P-R-O-U-T, Buzz Sprout. 
You can look these up in um, Google, and it'll pull up the website for you. The next one is Lisbon. Now, Lisbon is very um, advanced. Lisbon is for those people that are very serious about creating that podcast, and they want to be syndicated. And if you want to know what the professional broadcasters are using, also what ABC, NBC, CBS, some of the reporters there are using for their own personal podcasts. Most of them use Lisbon, L-I-S, L, I'm sorry, L-I-B-S-Y-N, L-I-B as in boy, S-Y-N, okay? And then there is um, Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, one of the new kids on the block, Podbean. Again, these are podcast platforms, okay? Simplecast, I had the opportunity to really go to the Simplecast website uh, the other day and just really, really take a look at it. And I must say that I am impressed with Simplecast, and I'm going to be taking a closer look at it. And that's simple, S-I-M-P-L-E, cast, C-A-S-T as in Tom, Simplecast. Definitely go check out that. And then, of course, Spreaker, okay? Spreaker is a hosting website, but you can listen and embed players without signing up. But Spreaker is very popular as well, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker. Uh, There are also some other podcasts, um, what would you call it? They, They actually allow you to upload your podcast so that you can then use their players Um, to embed on your website. And I'm going to tell you what these are. Some of them I'm pretty sure that you're familiar with. iHeartRadio now allows you to upload your podcast. So you can check out iHeartRadio, SoundCloud. I have a SoundCloud account as well. SoundCloud allows you to upload your audios and list them on SoundCloud and also have a SoundCloud player on your website or anywhere else you want to put it. And then Spotify now has opened up and allowed people to upload um, their podcast. So again, that's iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and Spotify, which allow you to upload your podcast to their to their boards and then be able to download their players, play it on your website or, or what have you. And so again, these are some uh, they're not pla- they're not considered podcast platforms for you to to have uh, as your regular podcast platforms, but they are platforms that you can additional places you can upload your podcast to. Okay, so that's good to know. And so, in creating your podcast, just like with anything else you have to sit down and you have to create a plan. You have to come up for a title uh, uh, for your podcast, and you can't be all, um, you know, so creative that the title is totally irrelevant of what it is that you actually are trying to do. So you have to be very clear about your title. And then you also want to know how long is your podcast going to be. Now, most of the time, Most experts recommend for those who are newly starting out that your podcast be between 15 to 30 minutes, right? I know that doing a one-hour podcast is uh, one time a week is very challenging, but I've gotten used to it. And so, of course, I know how to get in there and create that content and make it happen. But I am recommending that you start out small, 15 to 30-minute podcast. And I think that's very key that you look at the amount of time. Don't try to do it every day for sure. You will burn out real quick 
uh, is something that you would have to work yourself into. Another thing about the podcast is, is, is content. Your content for your podcast is no different than creating content for your blog. And so with that said, you should have a theme for your podcast every single month. You guys see what I do, right? Follow the leader. I have a theme, and then I break that theme out into subtopics um, every Monday. And so it makes it very easy to research and look up what I want to talk about. And, of course, you have to create a podcast script. Creating your script is very, very key. It is going to help keep you on track, make you sound more professional. Uh, it helps you. It helps you not to be as nervous, and it helps you to stay clear on what it is that you are talking about. Well, there you have it. You have five ways to use audio content. Read a short e-report. Number two, create an audio message to promote uh, your webinar service a product. Number three, use audio to create short intros for many courses or use it all together to create a mini course. Read article posts that are relevant to each other and bundle them, okay? Uh, and then create your own podcast. I hope you have found today's information so useful. Don't forget to schedule your power talk with me by going to womenaboutbiz.net and then scrolling down right there on the homepage and you'll see um, schedule your uh, your power talk right there on, on the front page, okay? I look so forward to seeing you guys back here on next Monday at 12 noon. Until then, I want you to remember that success is yours for the taking. Here's the positive choices that yield you favorable results. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.